You know you're going to love it. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Progress Mindset Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from health, wealth, your well-being, anything to help you grow and develop into the best version of you. I'm your host, Sophia, and I'm with my co-host, Franz, and let's get the party started. What's up? What's up, people? What's up? Happy Black History! Happy Beautiful Black History Month. Special month. I know, right? Even though every day is Black History, but you know. Yes, you're making history every day. <laughs> How are you? How's everything? It's, I'm good. I'm chilling out. I'm, you know, relaxing. Mhm. It's good to relax. Mhm. It's my. It's my. It's my New Year. <laughs> you celebrating Chinese New Year? Yeah, every February first is my new year. That's my reset. I chill through January, February first. I'm like, let's get it. So, so January is just another month mm-hmm. <laughs> for you. Yeah, it's time for me. Month, and I need to relax and chill out, and then February first, I'm ready. <clears throat> so mentally, you stuck on that. Mm-hmm. So every every year, for how long have you been doing this? I don't know. I think <clears throat> for a while. Excuse me. Oh wow. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Mhm. It's kind of cool to just um to look at it that way. Because at the end of the day, it's not. It's just a month. Mhm. You know what I mean? It's just and a it- month. If you really think about it, what is time? Hmm? What are days? What are right. hours? What are calendars? They're they're made up. The almanac mm-hmm. system. You know, of course there are some accuracies, you know, you know, accuracies, but it's still made up. Yeah. To keep us worried and in cal- in calculate time. Mhm. Really look at it because when you, you, that's what the calendar does. Mm -hmm. Very helpful at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Helps you organize yourself um, and plan. Because imagine if you didn't really have days, you didn't have time, you just, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. (laughs) 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 It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, what happened? It's not all about me. What's up with you? <clears throat> oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Nothing much. Nothing. Nothing new. You know, same old. Been working. Everything is good. No complaint over here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right. Yes. Let's kick it off because you seem excited. Let's do it. yeah but uh, today she wanted to kick it off start off the um this black history month by recognizing some folks 
that's in history, but that you that you really don't hear much about. Because mm-hmm. you know we hear a lot about uh, Dr. King, Malcolm X, you know, etc. A lot of the names, you know, guys, those guys are very, very important, you know, and they deserve all their flowers and any um, conversations that we may have about we, we may have about them, you know. But at the same time, we also we have a uh, tons and tons of other folks that made a difference, you know, and some people just go, you know, under the radar. And we probably never even heard of some of them we we did, but you you really have to do your research <laughs> to even find them because, you know, we don't really talk about them as much. So um, I personally like to highlight a person that made a that made a difference. Um, the person I would like to talk about is her name is um, Claudette Calvin. Um, just to give you a little a little um, detail story about her. Um, nine months before Rosa Parks refuses to give up um, her seat um, to a white pre- passenger on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, then this 15-year-old Claudette Calvin, she also did the same thing. Um, on March 2nd, 1955, Calvin was, um, taking, she was taking the bus um, home from, I guess she was in high school when, oh, so the driver of the bus asked her her to, uh, to get up and give up her seat, um, to, I guess, to a white person, um, according to the, according to the NPR. Calvin refuses to to give up her seat. She said um, she paid her fare, and it was her constitutional right. But was then arrested by um, two police officers. But Calvin later became the main witness in the federal lawsuit, Browder v. Gal, which ended the <laughs> segregation on the public transportation in Alabama so she she definitely the played a part and made a difference around the same part but we know we always hear about Rosa Park you know how she refuses to give her for seat um, to a Caucasian person mm-hmm. so she also, also did the exact same thing because you know back in the day we wasn't allowed to ride in the front of the bus we had to sit in the back of the bus. So if you were sitting in the front of the bus and a white person come, you got to get up and give them your seat. Just to give you, you know, just to give a little touch up on how it used to be. And that wasn't even that long ago, Fia. Mm-hmm. That was 1955. To me, you know, as, as, as fast as time goes, 1955 was not that long ago. So, you know, we, um, we tend to we tend to like be forgetful of how things were and just because things are a little bit uh much more different different now different now we forget how hard things used to be especially you know you have 
people that's you know that's born in this generation or a little bit earlier i would say in the late in the 2000s you know a lot of them don't really know a lot about our history mm-hmm. it's very important for us to um dig deep and teach teach them teach those kids and those young folks about our history because you know it seems like the 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 more times expired as we move more towards the future they tend to wonder they seem to want to like try to sweep a lot of the stuff that happened under the rug as if things was always you know good like as if we was always equal as if we as if you know we always had the same opportunity you know as everybody else and that's definitely not the case so we can't never forget those things those are the things that built us and shaped us you know what i mean mm-hmm. so what you got well i'm going in a different route mm-hmm. um uh i am going in the literature route so i have a poet right. his name is paul lawrence dunbar He was born in Kentucky to enslaved parents, you know, before the Civil War and things like that. Um, But he always had an interest in, you know, writing and literacy and things like that. He worked on his newspaper at 16 in his school and was part of, like, literary society. Right. Um, His work was was notarized by Harper's Weekly. And... um, you know, he he wrote novels, short stories. He wrote uh, lyrics for a musical comedy in 1903, which was called The In Domini. Mm-hmm. Um, much of his work, you know, uh, just like a lot of popular writers and poets and lyricists um, in older times was a Negro dialect, stuff about the South, you know, and things like that. So it was much of his work was really just shedding light into the Negro experience. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, but uh, unfortunately, he, he died at, at 33 from wow. tuberculo- tuberculosis. Mm. Which was like, wow, he had a he had a, you know, a short a short-lived life. But, um, mm-hmm. He's he's one of those um, people in in literature that's back in you know the early 1900s and things like that that was very notarized. Wow, cool. Yeah, that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And as they say, you know, it's sometimes it's not really about um, how long you live; it's the effect that you make. You know in life you know the accomplishments that you have and yeah, look at him he was only he was he was a young 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 guy you know mm-hmm. he was able to make a, a huge difference and if you take people like dr king malcolm x those guys they didn't die they didn't die old either mm-hmm. but look you know we're forever talking about them in the you know the type of words and the plannings plans that they had stuff that they was talking about, like, you know, it was definitely 
definitely ahead of their time. And, you know, they live they live a full life in such a short period of time, you know? So sometimes um, it's not about how long you live. It's the influence that you, you know, that you make, that you have on people or on the world. So it's very, very interesting, you know? So it's cool. So, you know, for each of our... February episodes. Mm-hmm. I think it would be wonderful. It would be a. It's it's necessary for us to you know highlight a couple of folks you know that made a difference in history. Um, it could be recent or you know we'll see. We'll, you know we'll have something for you guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know this is definitely the month. You know or whenever should be the time to highlight our peoples but this is the month that we have to um to celebrate some of our greats and then we will take we will take the time for each episode of february to talk about um some um some some leaders you know some historians people that made a difference so i'm ex- i'm excited about that yeah, they are very much um, the reason why we're here and kind of a kickoff for our episode today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we're really getting into the importance of, you know, coming together and um, building our own and how we could just basically get more of not I don't want to say life, but just you could just get get more out of life when you just come together, especially as minorities. Mm-hmm. So what does, what does that mean? Right. So, you know, of course, when you, you th- when I think about black history and historians and things like that, we cannot, and the subject that we're talking about right now, we cannot, um, you know, not help to think, well, I cannot help to think about Gary, Indiana and, you know, the black wall street, Right, mm-hmm. and how that was just an amazing time period for for black people, and and how we just owned our own banks, we owned our own, you know, it was just like our own community. We're mm-hmm. working together to help each other out, and um, I just think that's such a like a a beautiful blueprint, right? You know, we have. As a community, we like to complain. Oh, I don't, I don't like going to the nail salon. If it was they're racist, the Chinese people, you know, all these people at the supermarket, you know, it's too expensive. It's too this. But like, if we could just, you know, come together more often to, to create space for us, to create more opportunities for us, instead of complaining about why there aren't any jobs, why there aren't any representation. Right. Um, it'd be just better if we just help each other out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, we're, you're stronger together. By yourself. We see a lot of other, you know, communities do that, you know? Absolutely. It's like, why can't we come together? Why is it so hard for us to come together and really, like, build each other up? Right. You know? And um, 
don't want to make it like a race thing because it's not a race thing because we should be like that as peoples, as humans. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's, each one teach one is very important. We all got somewhere. Yes, there's some people, you know, they they're they're self made. No one taught them. You know, they did it on their own. But in some ways, we've all had you know someone that can help guide us into spaces that you know to make us successful to where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And it could be something small. It could be somebody at work when you first got on that really took the time to train you. And because that training experience was so good, it just empowered you to do well at your job and excel. You know, it could be someone who, who helped you with your groceries. And be, because of that, you know, you, you felt you felt comfortable. You know, you felt like, it didn't feel like a task, like a chore. Just everything is just helping each other out. And I think that's how you, you get far in life. You know, you have a friend who so started a business, you know. It doesn't have to be financial support, but, you know, just shouting the friend out, you know, referring them, like, just doing your part. If they need help with their, with their business, you know, helping them run it, you know. Mm-hmm. just it's just little things like that just we sometimes we have the mentality of you know well no one helped me or I gotta do everything on my own but right. you know, just think about the bigger picture if you let's say you're opening up a supermarket right mm-hmm. I can't say oh that doesn't affect affect me that's front stream I, I go to stop and shop regardless <laughs> you know <laughs> like I can't I can't think like that I gotta think like you know unselfishly like he's doing what he has to do yes it's his dream but how helpful am I if I would just stop by and say you know I have I get off work early on Thursdays I can help you set up I could help you clean what do you need you know what mm-hmm. I mean you need me to help pass out flyers you know not sometimes I think people feel like when you you ask for help they automatically think monetarily right yeah and it's not always bad to to help invest in somebody's dream you know but it's not always the monetary stuff. Like you could just, you know, hand out a flyer, word of mouth. That's the best type of marketing is word of, of mouth marketing. That grassroots marketing is the best that you can have. Um, so I just think like if we just, we can build stronger communities together by, you know, not seeing it as, oh, that's not my problem. That doesn't affect me, but it does affect you because at the end of the day, you're complaining where's where are the jobs, where where are us? We're seeing gentrification in the neighborhoods. But what if we came together and bought that building? Mm-hmm. What if I would have put up ten grand, you put up ten grand, you put up ten, whatever it was? What if we all went to the bank? But no, we want to complain when we're getting bought out, but we don't want to come together. That doesn't make any sense. Right. It seems like. Um almost as we in competition with ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. with each other. I mean, excuse me, we're in competition with each other when it, it shouldn't really be like that. Because uh, if it was, if we had more togetherness of us, you know, try to, you know, one clean each other's hand, you know, instead of you, you know, struggling, try to make it on your own. If you, like you said, if you have several people we know that have like-minded ideas and that can 
put their hands together and, you know, just come up with something. It could be small, but, you know, small things eventually will expand. Just, you just need enough volunteers. You just need enough people, enough hands on on deck, right? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we, you know, we need we need more of that. And so basically, that that tells you that we need more leaders. We need more leaders. We need better structures. And um, we gotta we gotta we gotta stop being selfish. You know, that's why I'm like I'm very much into like learning and also sharing it because like I always say what's the point of you learning things and then you just keeping it to yourself because there's a lot of stuff that you're going to learn in this world there's a lot of skills that you have but those skills might not even be useful for you you might be talented at it you know you probably know a lot of information but the information that you know it's probably, it's not all for you. Some of these informations are meant for you to spread, like to share with the next person. Maybe, you know, the idea that you have, you share with the next brother or sister and they might take it and run with it and actually do something with it instead of just keep dreaming, oh, maybe I, one day or I do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you share positive information. And that that's another way of just helping each other out. And to go back to what you said about, like, you know, let's say we all put our um, our funds together or whatever. You all go to the bank and you try to get a loan and then, you know, just to, to start a process, to start a project or to start a, to buy a property. And in the long run, that can turn into something really, really big. Like I said, it might start small. You might not see in in a you might not see in in uh, a return right away, but if you give it enough time, you will see a profit. You know, because anything that you you invest into, all you have to do is give it time and just put in the work, and just put your head down and eventually things things will work out as long as you do your you do your research you put a good plan in place and you guys are on the same page i'm pretty much sure like success will be right around the corner but you just have to begin and by begin you gotta you just you have to work together learn to work together learn to support one another like you said, if another person is doing something right, they have a business, they have something that's working for them, um, they can't make it work by themselves. They can't buy all their products. And um, if you, that's in their community, is not supporting them, is not, you know, showing them the love that they need, like, how do you expect them to, to survive? You know how many restaurants how many businesses that i see that just come and go and and it, it to be honest with you in the beginning it looked like they had it all together it looked like they had a good plan you know the presentation is magnificent but then six months down the road i'm looking i'm like yo what happened to that business you know that restaurant was so nice you know the people were so so warm and welcoming what happened to them you know, they just, they don't make it. They don't make it because they're not, 
getting, you know, the support that they need. Or I can't just blame it. I don't blame it all on the people. You know, it's possible that's that maybe that person just didn't stick it through or wasn't ready for the heat. But it's not all, you know. I'm pretty much sure there's a lot of businesses in our community that didn't make it just because of because of the lack of support, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's very very good to invest into your community and and to um to be a difference maker and just try to like um try to be, try to have a different mindset instead of believing that or oh, things would never work or oh I can't work with this person you know we we can't do nothing right this and that blah 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 why don't you just try to think different You'd be like why not you know like Afia said you have a lot of other cultures, a lot of, you know, for example, you have Chinese people. They learn to survive anywhere. They survive in the hood. They survive in the suburb. Wherever they go, they always have a plan. They find a way to um, to make things happen because they are business thinking people. Like, wherever they land, they're business land. Like, wherever they go, guarantee that they're going to survive because they... They, because they work together and they they look out for one another. So we we, for example, as black people shouldn't be ashamed to be like, oh, you know, I wanna like set up some black businesses and I'm you know, and I'm looking for some support from either black people. If you just be like, oh, I wanna get it's nothing wrong with that. You know, like Afia said, it's not a race thing. Cause you have you have all the every other culture everybody else have you know their own type of business and be like oh you know this is um, Latino you know what I mean or this is Chinese or this is Korean this whatever for example nobody says anything and be like oh you know why you gotta be why you gotta be a Chinese business or why you gotta be this and that but sometimes the minute that somebody have a business and be like it's black owned or it's this and that then. Some some folks tend to have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's right because yeah. I it's, it's not a race thing. You know, it's just it, it's just you trying to try to make things happen for yourself. And you know, whatever way you choose to do it, if you if that's the direction you choose to go, as giving it a name, that, as saying that it's black owned or whatever the case may be, there's not there's really nothing wrong with that. You're not trying to like distance yourself from any everybody just because you say it's black only doesn't mean that you don't want caucasian people to support you or you don't want you know you don't want hispanic people you don't want chinese people or um asian people whatever people to support you that's not that's not the statement that you're trying to try to make or that's not the examples you're trying to set so it's just um a, a matter of us just um learning to Get along with each other, support one another to to lock arms and then just you know just create um more opportunities because um at the end of the day, you know we have to take care of one another we mm-hmm. have to help for each other um as a race um in general we need to um we need to do better, I think. 
I mean, because if you really think about it, like a win for one of us is a win for all of us. Yep. We've all benefited from a win for for some somebody, right? Martin Luther King could have been like, I had a dream that one day me and my family, yeah, my house, <laughs> <laughs> we will be free. But no, like he um, risked his life for all of us. Yep. You know, Rosa Parks could have, yeah, you know, she was tired. She sat down for herself. Mm-hmm. But she made a, a stand to say, you know, like, I know all of us are tired. Yeah. You know, so we can't think like, oh, that person, yeah, they're starting their own business or they have that dream or they want to get into politics, whatever there is. Okay, whatever. That's them. But if you really think about a win for one of us is a win for all of us. Yep. So if we would just have that men- mentality, then I think that we would have a better life instead of us always complaining, oh, you know, we can never get anywhere, you know? You know how, like, sometimes you think about the problem, but then you never think about the root? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what we need to do. Because, yes, there are forces against us. Yes, there are things against us. Right, but is it really worth fighting to get into a corporation who don't want you in? What is that seat at the table going to do for you? Right. When it's gonna be, isn't it gonna be better when you create your own seat and now they're looking in? Because now they want to be a part of it. Because we know that's what happened. Every time we get put on, they look over the gate like, "What's going on over there?" (laughs) And now they want to be a part of what we're doing. Right. So. I just think if we, we really, you know, just think about how strong we are, if we help one another, we can get so much further. Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, sometimes it's um, the best way of having success is not like, like you said, is not focusing on yourself, you know, not making yourself the one that that need that um that opportunity that you're trying to create because most of the, like a lot of things sometimes people tend to make a difference when they try to like um they tend to make a huge difference when they when when whatever it is that they're fighting for is for more than one person you know mm-hmm. it's for a community or it's for a, the country or whatever for example, like um, um, this recent thing that's going on in the NFL, for example, with one of the coaches that's um, that he's taking a stand, you know, and I'm quite sure that he know the stand that he's taking is going to affect his career. Right. He might never get a job in the field that he's he's he, he was currently coaching in. But the stand that he's taken is is gonna create a, a platform for more opportunities for minority coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Because what's happening, they feel like not enough black individuals or minorities are getting opportunities in the NFL. Um, seventy percent of the players are 
African American. And right now there's there's about twenty nine teams. Out of twenty nine teams, there's only one head black coach. Uh something something's just not right. And currently there was a coach that was coaching um one of the teams and he had a winning record towards the end of the season. And at the end of the season, he was let go with a winning record. But he was an African-American guy. So he's basically, to make a long story short, he's taking a stand against the, you know, a monster house, basically. So he's going against a lot of billionaires. Mm-hmm. So the people with the power with the real powers and that that controls the teams or the the owners the owners of each team they're the one that have the money and they're the one that put up the put out the fund to 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 pay the players so he's he's going against a powerhouse and the stand that he's taking is most likely going to affect his career but you know this he's taking a stand but the stand that he's is for is for the future, for future coaches, for other people to have an opportunity. He might not get a chance to um, to coach again, but you know, sometimes that's what it that's that's what it takes. You you make a sacrifice for others, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's just the way it is. Same thing happened to Cap Kaepernick. You know, he 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 loves football. He. He wanted another opportunity to 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 be a quarterback in the league, and he deserved it. But he never got another opportunity. And he was one of the you know one of the good quarterbacks in the league, and he's far better than a lot of other quarterbacks that 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 got opportunities to play. But the stand that he he took a stand, and a lot of people agree. A lot of people disagree with something that was so clear, clear as water to a lot of us to actually think and just listen and not just react. Like, you know, people just sometimes just choose to be blind, you know? And it was so, the message that he was trying to set was so clear, but that causes him his job and his uh, his future at what he loves to do. But he decided to, he made a, he basically made a sacrifice, and the sacrifice he made will open eyes, you know, mm-hmm. allow people to see. He he brings, raised awareness and made a, a, a huge, huge impact. But the difference that he made wasn't so much for him. It was more for the future, for other people to, you know, to see what's going on, for other people to have an opportunity and you know sometimes you know if you try to make a difference you might not you you might not get all the love that you expect to get you probably get you know backlash as someone that's trying to make a difference or starting something so when you start when you start a, a business it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have success right away if you're trying to make a difference in your community it doesn't mean that you're going to have a whole bunch of support but the thing is it's just for you to start you know for you to start start the fire, you know, then others will join around it. 
you know, you might be the only one around the around the fire at first, you know, try to stay warm, but eventually you will get some other individuals that will come along and follow you and, you know, and try to understand, you know, what direction you're trying to go and what you're trying to do. People people won't won't always understand um, a plan. Like, you know, sometimes you might have a magnificent magnificent plan that makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. It might make sense to Afia and a, a couple of others, but you have to give other people time and then you have to, like, you know, kick it to the to their head you know keep keep knocking at keep knocking at them keep telling them you know keep explaining keep presenting whatever it is that you're doing if you have something positive that's going on you have any type of business idea but you know it have not it's not um kicking off and it's not taking off the way that you think that it should keep keep doing those those um grand opening you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you can always have a you can always rebrand your business and have a grand opening you can have as many grand opening as you want until you satisfy with that grand opening because you can always rebrand like oh you know what? i'm rebranding and i'm having i'm like for example like i have uh, an audi store by my house um the store was open before they closed it down they did a little small remodeling to be honest with you i don't i didn't see what they did but then uh like a month or two later they said grand opening same as a, a stopping shop they said grand opening but it's this exact same store they just adds you know add a little bit of maybe new um new shelves new aisles switch things up around and then they consider that as a grand opening so if you have a business that's you know that that you're not getting the satisfaction you're not getting the success that you want and you feel like you want to rebrand you want to show people uh what you're doing um and what you're presenting and you can always you know have a you know a new grand, grand opening and invite you know people again until they you know they see your point so you know Basically, where I'm trying to get to is just that, you know, people might not always understand um, the plans that you have in place. But, you know, just continue to um, just continue to, to share your ideas and continue to try to help, continue to try to be a difference maker. And then eventually, you know, I'm sure if whatever it is you're doing is... Um, is strong enough, it will stick to some people and then it can it can it can help a lot of lives. It can help some folks. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Lead by example. Good way, right? Good way to to kick off Black History Month. Oh yeah, absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Create history, baby. That's it. That's why we are here. Yes. All right. So we reached the end of our kickoff for our Black History Month. (laughs) We hope you guys enjoy our little Black History lesson today. And, you know, hope you got little gems to take away. And 
you know, we are, again, just remember we are stronger together. So. Yes. Let's get it. All right, guys. <laughs> Take care. God bless. Later. Peace.